0: Welcome to Yoga to Cope, a nonprofit organization aiming to provide completely free yoga based resources for people coping through trauma, pre trauma, grief, depression, and the like. This is our podcast forum, and I'm Kayla McDonald, founder and president of Yoga
1: to Cope. We interrupt this episode to bring you a quick but important message Yoga to Cope is completely supported by your generous donations. If you're able to give and would like to make a donation, please visit yogatocope.org. There you can make a safe one-time donation or set up a monthly donation via PayPal. Additionally, if you visit our Instagram profile, you can find an easy-to-use donate button where you can use a debit or credit card. Lastly, Amazon Smile is a fantastic way to donate to Yoga to Cope. Amazon donates a portion of the price of eligible purchases. Simply go to smile.amazon.com and log into your Amazon account. There you can select Yoga to Cope as your organization to donate to. Every single dollar helps and the donations add up. We can only do this work thanks to your generous support and donations as we maintain and grow. Thank you so much for your support. Now back to the show. Come read along with us in our official Yoga to Cope book club. We read books spanning a range of topics, including a mix of yoga and meditation-based and others, all curated from podcast guests as well as crowdsourced by the community. It truly is a collective effort, and your involvement as little or as much as you'd like would make it even better. You can join along via Facebook or Instagram, where we discuss and share in the conversation together. Just search for Yoga to Cope Book Club on Facebook and ask to join our private group. And make sure you're following Yoga to Cope on Instagram if you want to partake in that discussion as well. Hope to see you there.
0: There. All right, everyone, welcome to our mini episode this week. This is very special to me um, because whether you noticed it or not, June 6th was National Cancer Survivors Day, and I couldn't help but think of my... Very good friend since high school who you have met before on the podcast, Ashley Mays. She came on to talk about her journey with cancer in our Tough Women with Tough Stories series. And she's back to give us a mini little update into her life and her diagnosis and what's coming up for her and her family. So, Please listen with love and care and compassion. I'm so glad she came back to give us all the updates. And without further ado, let's hear what's going on with Ashley Mays. Okay. Okay. So, so this will just be a mini episode. I won't take too much time. Um, but I can't remember if I told you or not. But the reason I wanted to, like, formally on the podcast, catch up with you and give everyone an update is because, um, what day is it actually? What day are we recording? So a couple of days ago it was National Cancer Survivors Day and
1: um, yeah. I
0: couldn't help but think of you <laughs> and, <laughs> and just, I wonder even like, does that feel like it applies to you? Cause to me it does, but then I don't want to like put that term on you, you know, like does that feel like, yes, holy shit, that's me.
2: I, yeah, I do feel that way. Um, crazy to think about like this day of last year. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know, like this time last year I didn't even know it was a thing, I guess. Yeah. And we had um taken a little day trip and I was just like scrolling through my phone when we were driving. Um we drove to where Chris's dad is buried. Mm-hmm. And um I saw that it was like cancer survivors day and i was like well that's so crazy um and then i was like i wonder what it will be like this time next year you yeah. know like at, at that point we didn't have a lot of details yeah so this year was like very surreal um just thinking back to last year and yeah i don't even know i can't um, believe it's been
0: a year i really can't i know
2: yeah it's Insane, like just to think, um, like it's gone by quickly, Mm -hmm. but also at times went by really slowly, too. I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you're like, just, I mean, we're all kind of, I shouldn't say we're all, we, um, in the US, I'll specify, are sort of coming out of the pandemic shell, slowly but surely. Yeah, you, you started your. I'm gonna say for lack of a better term relationship with cancer in a pandemic with a newborn and now you have like a toddler and are cancer free like it's fully 180 flipped
2: yeah yeah it is really crazy so Um, so
0: much has happened um yeah and so much is still currently happening but I'm curious like you don't obviously have to share everything. Who has? There's no time for all of that. Nor do they, yeah, you know need to dig into all of your personal life. But I mean, can you share like some of the sort of like peaks and valleys of since they last heard from you?
2: Yeah. So I think that when we recorded the original podcast, I was like maybe in the middle of chemo. Mm-hmm. Um. So I finished chemo October thirteenth. And, um, I had my surgery November third, so I had a lumpectomy. So it was pretty quickly after finishing chemo. Like I think I had, you know, enough time to basically recover from it. And then around the time that I would typically be starting another cycle of chemo, that's when they did my surgery. Mm -hmm. And um, at that surgery they found out that the cancer had completely obliterated um or i'm sorry the chemo had completely obliterated the cancer Mm -hmm. and there's nothing left there was just scar tissue Mm -hmm. which only happens like i wouldn't even don't quote me on this but (laughs) that maybe doesn't even happen 50 percent of the time like it's not a huge percentage of people who uh have what they call a complete pathological response to chemo mm-hmm. so that was like a dream for us and um yeah when the surgeon called and said that I was just blown away I was like there's no way
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's weird though and I have heard other people say this you get these results when you're recovering from surgery so you're in pain you're like yeah. um you so I mean you're just not in a great place physically or mentally yeah. and then people expect you to be super excited and super happy about it Yeah, and I was just like I can barely walk right now yeah you're like <laughs> you I know? just went
0: through a trauma <laughs> on top of a trauma
2: yeah <laughs> um so I like recorded a little video that I had posted to Facebook and I and I was excited but I feel like people are probably like you were just told that you don't have cancer in your body and like, this is your response. I don't know. Um, yeah. This is such a weird feeling because I'm like, I don't even think I had, like, showered at that point. Yeah. Like, I couldn't wear a bra. Like... Yeah.
0: You're <laughs> like, leave me alone. Let's talk in a week.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. um. And I've heard other, other people say that, that they're like, it's such an awkward timing to get, like, such life-changing news mm-hmm. because you're recovering from surgery. But, so that was November 3rd. And then... The week of Christmas I started radiation. So again, like not, you know, not like a huge uh mm-hmm. time in between that either. Yeah. Um, and actually I was going to start radiation sooner, but um there were just issues with like insurance approving it and stuff like that. So so then I did that. I did thirty rounds of radiation and finished um I think February 3rd so
0: all of the major and your birthday was in between there so literally October November yeah. December your birthday is January February you're finished like yeah what a freaking downhill slide into the end of this year of cancer for lack of a better phrase
2: yeah it was uh they say that um the fatigue- after treatment mm-hmm. it takes a long time to go away because mm-hmm. you're literally doing like one line of treatment after another, you know, your body doesn't have time to really recover from one thing before they're throwing you into the next. Mm-hmm. And so I, since February have just really been working on healing mentally, physically, like I'm in physical therapy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, um, it really, Like, I've had two babies and C-sections with both. Um, And that, I thought at the time, like, that was a rough recovery. But, like, this is just nothing compared to that. Yeah. Um,
0: God, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And that could be a whole other tangent that we don't have time to go on. But, like, just as a short version to respond to that, it's crazy, like, going through something like a cesarean birth, which is also even though it's beautiful, it's a physical trauma. Like it's a surgery where you have to recover, but because it's, it's more like, um, I guess on the life side of medical things and things that we could have to go through and heal from and recover from, it's like, oh, you're fine. You'll get through it. And then when it's cancer, that's on the other side of things. It's scary. It's dangerous. You're afraid of dying. Um, yeah. And so it's, this whole other like bag of tricks and hearing your timeline and like watching it in real time and reading your blog when you were blogging about everything. And I just, I'm really glad that you were willing cause you certainly didn't have to keep like harping and talking about this huge thing that you're finally getting on the other side of. But I thought I saw that in the calendar and was like, what a perfect time to kind of like give everyone a catch up because you really like I'm f- watching from afar just blown away because you're not just recovering and surviving from cancer and cancer treatment, but you do have a family. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, like, how are the boys? How's Chris? How's everyone like handling this on the other side of things?
2: Um, I think it will be a rough transition when I go back to work in the fall because no. I've been home so much. So I've started to like get out of the house a little bit more and the boys kind of struggle with that. Like if I'm not there, they're looking for me because yeah. they're just used to me being there. Um, but yeah, I think Chris and I both have some feelings to do um, just after such a traumatic year. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, uh, like misconception is that, you like so treatment is over so like we must be just like ready to move on you know like we're over it everything is fine and that is so far from the truth um there's a lot of it's like there's like during cancer like during after treatment and then there's life after and sometimes life after feels harder than it did before because we're just in survival mode before Mm -hmm. and um now we're like just picking up the pieces and that's really hard. (laughs) So, um, I think that like Ford, you know, he was a baby through the whole thing. So he's fine, but you know, Luke for sure. Um, there's still some trauma there that he needs to work through. And Mm -hmm. we're all just working on healing and enjoying summer. And we decided to sell our house (laughs) in the middle (laughs) of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're moving it already yeah
2: right? yeah it sold within 48 hours the market is crazy very hot right now Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. um and we, yeah so we um we were just like you know this house uh a lot has happened here so maybe it's just time to move on from that um and it's sad because we like brought both of our babies home here but it's also just like not serving us well anymore Mm -hmm. um you know just like practically speaking but also just thinking about like the the trauma that happened inside of that home you know Mm -hmm. so we're like I think it will be good for everyone to have a fresh start wherever that may be um so yeah um we are just trying to enjoy life now <laughs>
0: you could hey you could either sage the house or get a different one so good for you all I think it's I think yeah. it's exciting <laughs> I personally love moving um, which is surprising because I moved so much as a kid from different house to different house that you would think I would hate it and want to just sit still but I actually love the feeling of like sort of cleaning as you pack and organizing as you unpack and setting up a new space. So hopefully you all will enjoy it. And the boys being a little older, maybe they can help in different ways. I don't know if Ford will, but, Yeah. you know, we'll see. Yeah.
2: So we did, we like got rid of a ton of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we, um, between like, uh, I'm in a buy nothing project group on Facebook. And so I, would take stuff that like you know was still in pretty good shape and just give it away um to people who needed it and then we also threw away a ton of stuff like it was just hilarious to see what we held on to mm-hmm. and what we no longer need yeah and that was part of like okay before we even put our house on the market because we have to stage it to put it on the market we're like we are going through we've lived here for seven years mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um and we have lived together um for probably close to 10 or 11 years so it's like we need to go through the last 10 years of living together and get rid of stuff this is crazy yep and it was very like therapeutic to do that I was like I feel so much lighter
0: (laughs) yes it really is it's it genuinely therapeutic is like spot on I agree it feels so nice like I do like little mini spring cleanings but like all year long and every time I do it, I I do I feel a little bit lighter and when you're doing with like clothes and stuff you know like Plato's Closet out there and like Buffalo's whatever crossroads out here you can like make a couple dollars or like you know give it to friends we did a yard sale I think it's nice yay oh yeah yeah that's so much that's so much but hopefully like the I mean there's no way around it moving and is stressful, but hopefully that's kind of like good stress that you all are looking forward to and that will like serve you because you freaking deserve <laughs> a break and like some relief. Yeah. And um and I don't know,
2: like a California vacation,
0: <laughs> if I may.
2: I know. Yeah. <laughs> um now that everything is like opening back up and were you know like vaccinated and stuff it's like mm-hmm. it is time to travel we used to travel so much even yeah. if it was just like a quick weekend away yeah. and we realized this last weekend when we went to the lake and ford could not sleep anywhere that wasn't his own home mm-hmm. we were like okay we have got to get out of the house more yeah yeah we were like i was like man it makes me nervous to plan another trip, but I mean I just think it's so good for like our kids and for us to make those memories, even if it's hard. Um, but yeah, we we are ready to just go different places and yeah, I mean just put this year behind us. Um so I mean life after cancer, you still are so closely monitored. And I worked with three different uh, doctors. So I had a surgeon, an oncologist, and then a radiation oncologist. So they all like to take their terms having me come in. Mm-hmm. And between the three of them, I'm seen at least every three months. So since finishing treatment, I've, I mean, I, and that hasn't even been that long ago, I have seen all of them mm-hmm. except for the surgeon. Um, because he's like I'll wait until six months after radiation is over but yeah so they don't let you forget that you went through that you know yeah. um and I you know like earlier we talked about like the hills and valleys and I went in for an appointment with my oncologist a few weeks ago and um she just it was just like a regular checkup or whatever yeah and it was really um, like it almost brought that trauma back just to be in the office Mm -hmm. because I had gone there like every day for radiation plus chemo and other things. So I am standing in line to check in and there's an older man who um, he was doing radiation and an appointment with my radiation oncologist and that just like kind of like hit me really hard. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and it was also Luke's last day of pre-K, which is just emotional, anyways. So I was like, I'm gonna start crying right here. I don't know what is wrong with me. <laughs> no,
0: nothing, nothing so. is wrong
2: with you. Just, I'll yeah, I was like, I need to pull it together. <laughs> no,
0: um, I well, you that you answered my last question, which is gonna be like, you've you have survived cancer and you're on the other side of it, but what is next? So th- I mean. That just does, I think, give people like a realistic glimpse into this, you know, post cancer journey because you can't just walk away and be like, "Okay, cool, I'm done with that forever. Like, I'm glad that you you still get seen because, you know, God forbid something comes back or shows up again. You want it to be caught as soon as possible. And I'm just really thankful I mean, I'll never forget where I was, who I was with, what I was holding when your husband Chris called me to tell me about your diagnosis. And then I'll probably never forget like seeing you post your one year anniversary the other day of like, yeah, holy shit, a full year. And like, look at everything that's changed. Look at everything you've overcome. But also, like, I don't want anyone to forget that there's still struggle in that. And you're just handling it in a very beautiful way. And I am forever a proud friend. I already was, but there's just, you know, <laughs> new layers to it. And I wish we weren't so far away because seeing I you just for like a minute, the last time I was in Kansas City for a visit, I mean, I love, I yeah. just got, I mean, for everyone listening, her son, her older son, Luke, and I just like got enraptured in a conversation about like dinosaurs. <laughs> and oh my gosh and was, chips, yeah and I just couldn't, oh yeah I couldn't take my eyes off of him he's just he was so big and he was so talkative and sweet and I was like I don't want to ignore like you and Chris and Ford and everyone else at the <laughs> table but I also can't not take advantage of this time with him because I just I don't get to see any of you often let alone a kid at least you I can text you know in between visits. yeah so I just yeah I'm glad you guys could come out I know it was it was like like Y'all had already had dinner. You were just coming out to, like, make time, and I really loved it. But it was too short. So hopefully I'll get to see you all no. again soon. Disneyland, come I know, on.
1: Chris,
2: Chris always jokes. He's like, I'm just going to put you on a plane to L.A. Yeah. one day. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's, like, make that a reality. Yeah,
0: you're like, <laughs> no, but we're not joking, right, babe?
2: babe. Yeah, like, <laughs> we had never – we have neither one of us have ever traveled – that way like we always go to mm-hmm. Florida or you know Atlanta or mm-hmm. um so we're like we would love to go to Disneyland and oh my yeah.
0: gosh, oh my gosh get like an Airbnb on the beach go to Disneyland one day
2: yes oh, yeah I can see
0: it well you know what if we can dream it we can make it a reality so let's, yeah let's please not forget I know like stuff is coming up you have a busy summer you're going back to work but like as soon as that's a realistic possibility, I'm so down. Um, and really, I'm I'm just really happy for you. And I, I just, I can't believe you're you're over the year hump. And I just really wanted to kind of, in in this small way, celebrate you and just give everyone updates so they could hear how everything's going because it's it's kind of miraculous. So, yay! I'm so happy. Um, these mini episodes are much shorter than the first one, right? (laughs) That's it.
2: (laughs) I know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's all. That's all she wrote. Um, well, gosh, what day is it? Tuesday. I mean, not when you're listening. You're listening probably on a Monday because you stay on top of it and listen to the episodes when they go live. But anyway, we're recording it on a Tuesday, but, um, (laughs) I'll let you get back to it. Please tell everyone I said hello and give everyone hugs for me. And, um, I mean, I'll talk to you soon, but to everyone And else... I'll tell
2: Chris to listen to this <laughs> yeah. so that he's like, um, yeah, we need to go to California. Oh,
0: yeah. Th- tell him to listen, and it- this is your official hint hint, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I love you. Thank you for taking the time. Hi to everyone, and um, we'll talk soon.
2: We love you, too. And, yeah, we'll talk to you when we're playing in California for sure, right? Yay. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, bye. All right, everyone. If you want to stay connected with Ashley and continue to follow her journey, you can find her on Instagram at babies and breast cancer, all spelled out. That's babies and breast cancer keep up with what she's got going on keep up with her blog if you want to read back about her story and if you are just meeting Ashley on this mini episode I highly recommend you go back and listen to her full story because you really get a sense of where she was and where she's come um I'm so just so proud and so happy for her um, and then, of course, if you want to learn more about this organization, Yoga to Cope, as always, you can find us on Instagram at Yoga to Cope, and you can find us on the web at yogatocope.org. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.